0: Hey Mavens, Madison and Kristen here, owners of Beauty Mavens Collective, a brand, beauty business, resource, and podcast, hoping to inspire and motivate you each week to crush it in the beauty world. Have you joined our private FB group yet? If not, get over there right now. It's small, but we're hoping to use that as our community and to continue to grow it so that other Mavens, you Mavens, and us Mavens, (laughs) can all interact with each other and each week, we're asking a question there and picking winners to send some goodies to, just for chatting in the group and being part of the community. And, like, easy questions. Like, this week it was, what? what's your, what was it? What Black Friday deal are you shopping for? It's just fun, and then you get a, well, potentially, you'll get a prize ship to you in the mail. Yeah, and we just want it to be fun like that and then we also want it to be a space where you feel like you can go and ask questions and get things answered it's really easy and fun and we will see you there (laughs) to the beauty mavens podcast Kristen and Madison are creating a space where the beauty obsessed can feel empowered to dream big and achieve their goals it's awesome interviewing other mavens in the beauty industry to discover their secrets to success and how they got to be the expert that they are brought to you by a sister duo of estheticians and entrepreneurs here's your host Kristen Diolaveda and Madison Annis. Today's guest lives her life by the motto of "If you aren't growing, you're dying." Awarded second place in the category of Best New Esthetician by the Skin Games, she has spent nine years as a licensed nail technician, four years as a master esthetician, and a licensed aesthetic instructor. Manages her mom's salon called Salon Preci alongside her brother. With clients traveling from Kentucky to visit her all the way out here in Utah, her goal in this industry is to help women love the skin they are in, whether it be from a waxing service, their skincare journey, or a student wanting to grow their knowledge. Lover of books, the outdoors, her husband, and her dog, who she Facetimes when she's away. The dog, not her husband. (laughs) (laughs) It's so (laughs) cute. Wait, what kind of dog is that? A bulldog. Get out of my introduction. (laughs) She is the winner of Wales' pie-eating contest. Welcome to the podcast, Shelby Christiansen. Hey! We're so excited to chat with you. I feel like you have your hands in so many different... Oh, product pro- projects. Mm-hmm. You're going to speak to the masses. Like, yes. you've got the nails, the aesthetics, the managing a salon. So I'm Shutter, really excited. Structure everything. Yeah. So... Doing a little bit of it all. I know. I'm excited. So before we do that, let's start with our highs and lows of the week. So my high... <laughs> is that when we went to our friend Amber, who also works Mm -hmm. at Salon Prec and for Prec Brows, so she just launched the Fresh Start Method, which is her quarterly subscription planner. It's really cool, and we'll have her on the podcast, and you guys will be able to hear her story and everything. It is amazing. Amber's the best. We love her. It's so good. So we went to her... You were there, too. Mm -hmm. We went to her launch party. And they did raffles, and I have been to so many parties, so many <laughs> events, and I can't tell you the last time I won something. I never win. Your table was like the winning table, though. I, I never swear, know. at least three people at your table won something. It was yeah, it was three of us. <laughs> oh, there we go. I was right on. And yeah. it was my mom, Kristen, and me. <laughs> no way. All three of us. I did you too. Yeah, it was crazy. But I won, so that was my high. I won this freaking cute. What do you call it? It's like like a a wall calendar, but it's like acrylic, like plastic. So Amanda won the big one Uh and then gave it to me. Yeah. I won the bigger version of what you won. It's like all three of our highs this week. Seriously. Yeah, they're so cute. The Amber sells those too. Yeah, we always wanted to get one too, but they're so cool. They're like these plexiglass calendars that 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 you can like write on them every week, every month and change Mm -hmm. it. It's so cute. So I won and I was so excited, but that just reminded me. Um, I didn't really have a low plan, so this will be my low. <laughs> when we were at that same event, at our table, my mom was one of the first raffle winners. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, hey, just hurry and go up and grab it for me. Because I was sitting closer to just the walking aisle, whatever. So I was like, okay. So I like went up and got her prize. And then like three raffles later, they called my number. And I was like, because <laughs> it was numbers, not names. And I was like, I won! I, like, got so excited, and everyone, like, looked at me, like, didn't you just win? I'm, like, oh my gosh, I swear I didn't win twice. I, like, brought my ticket up. I'm, like, I promise I'm not trying to just make up numbers. Maddie doesn't camouflage in with that big curly hair. Like, if you knew this year, I had already won. And we were, like, screaming, too. I feel bad that that was your low, because Amanda and I just being the smart Alex we are, because we knew that you weren't, like, cheating, but we're, like, rigged! And we started, (laughs) (laughs) we were teasing we know you won i know we know it was fair it wasn't a real low but it worked as (laughs) low. okay i'll go next so my hi was it was my birthday this weekend and it was so fun i love my birthday if you follow us on instagram you know that but i had like the Bougie's birthday, Maddie says <laughs> It was so fun so, She was living her best life was I supposed, literally, to, supposed to live her birthday I know, it was so fun So I got pedicure, a massage, went out to lunch, went out to dinner Went shopping, went to the movies It was like literally all my favorite things Like a bunch of my friends came with me And I got to spend it with my family too So it was like the perfect day I wish every day was like that um, I wish every day was like that It was amazing and the massage was so good I wish I could get a massage every day Honestly I can live that Mariah life and get <laughs> something like that done every day. I know. But my low would be that I on my birthday, I went shopping for makeup, and I made my husband buy me all this stuff. And then I got home, and this morning, well, this is a couple days later. This morning, I was doing my makeup, and my foundation was out. And I could have bought it the other day. Well, I could have made him buy it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so now I have to go get more foundation. But that's my low. That's funny. What about you, Shelby? Um, my high is... Probably that Thanksgiving's coming up. Yeah, I'm super stoked. I'm a big... I love hanging out with my family. I have a big, crazy, loud family, so we're all getting together and going to my grandma's. And my grandma's an amazing cook like everyone's grandma is. And so I'm excited to go eat a bunch of food and chill with my family. And... What's your favorite um, Thanksgiving dish? So we're from New Mexico, and so we eat a lot of green chili. And Mm -hmm. it's different than, like, what you'd think when you think of, like, a pot of chili. Mm -hmm. And... My grandma just makes crazy good chili and so I'm excited to just like literally put green chili on all of my food. Yeah, I would not think of that for Thanksgiving. Yeah. We, it's, my husband thought it was so weird when he first, I'm like, did you get green chili? And he's like, for what? I'm like, your turkey and your stuffing and your potatoes. And he's like, what are you? I'm like, Smart. <laughs> just eat it. It's fine. You have to. <laughs> just yeah, trust me. It's just a part of it. And now he loves it. He, that's like his favorite thing ever. Um, it took a minute, but he's there. And my low is probably, I, well, not probably, definitely. I got in like a car accident. You did? And so oh. I totaled my car. You totaled it? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. the frames that met the and worst. everything. And so now I'm having to deal with all the car, first world problem, but like I'm having to deal with all the car stuff and the insurance company and just. So it was you not know. It was your car accident this week or like the. It was on Tuesday. So like a yeah. week exactly, I guess. Within, yeah. What happened? What, what, what you I was at like a stop and that what's crazy is I could like see my house. I was like right by your my house, mm-hmm. like going home. I was at a stop and I had like. My blinker on everything to turn to like go onto my block, and this poor little 16 year old girl just ran me from the back going like 50. Are you serious? Yeah. Was it big? Like, whiplash? No, I just have like a regular, like a Chevy Cruze, just like a regular car, but mm-hmm. yeah, I had whiplash. I got shot into the other lane, like across, and I got my phone. I called my husband, and I'm like, everything's okay, but can you just come outside? Because I just got in a car accident. He's like, where are you? I'm like, I'm literally on the main road. That can you just sucks. like walk over here? <laughs> And so yeah. we're going to deal with all that fun stuff. So I have, like, a cute little rental. and At least it wasn't your fault. <laughs> yeah. it was, but... And I felt so bad because she's, like, sixty. Like, you remember when you were 16. Oh, like, yeah. You forget when you get your first parking ticket, let alone full-on end someone. And her car was totaled. Like, she was, like, bawling, like, talking to her mom on the phone. I'm like, oh, you poor thing. This sucks for all of us. But, so, Especially yeah. for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. But it's your fault. <laughs> I heard a thing that most car accidents happen, like, Within Have you within the the house, three blocks? House. I tell my husband that he's going to die if he listens to this. I tell my husband, he hates wearing a seatbelt. He never wears a seatbelt. He's the guy that like clips the wire that like has the sensor or whatever. Genius. <laughs> no. no, don't do I, it. Yeah. No. Kristen and, never wears hers. And I'm always no. like, she'll be Marco polling me or whatever. I'm like, put your freaking seatbelt on. First of all, that beeping is going to drive you How do you not hear it? Yeah. And Second of all, it's annoying. I safety out. first. You, no. And <laughs> I always tell better. him, I'm like, it happens within three blocks of your house. I always like jokingly tell him that. And now I'm like, okay, you really have to listen to me now because it really happened (laughs) right outside (laughs) of our house. I'm right. How funny, yeah. I know, I heard that when I was, because I think when I was little I didn't like to wear my seatbelt. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, we're just going. Yeah. Whatever, you know. We're just going to the grocery store. And my mom would be like, it happens three miles or three blocks or whatever. It's probably miles or, yeah. But oh, wait a minute. Is this actually true? Or is it like when your dog goes to the farm that your mom's always taught us that? No, I think it's a statistic. It. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll let you guys there. know. I'll it's do some true homework. true in your life. <laughs> <laughs> when your dog goes to the farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, Shelby. So you are licensed and certified in so many things. I had no idea that you did nails and all the things that you do. Mm-hmm. But how would you get started in all of this? So when I was in... So growing up, my mom always did hair. She wasn't necessarily always licensed, but she was the aunt that like did everyone's hair. Yeah. And then when she did get licensed, she had a hair salon in our house. And so I always kind of grew up in this industry and that kind of lifestyle. And when I was 17, my mom encouraged me to buy a spray tan machine and do spray tans. -hmm. And so a really good mom because I'm gonna make my kids do that. And when I say encouraged me, she's like, Hey, okay, so I know you've been like saving up for like your senior year and stuff, and this is what you're gonna do because it's gonna be really good for you. And my clients want spray tan, so there you go. And it was the best thing ever. Um I so I bought the whole system and practiced spray tanning the walls of my shower and then I would that was like my little side hustle in high school. Like when I was a senior, was I would just drive around and do spray tan parties for people. And then I also did a... How did you, did you, did the word just spread yeah, once you started just word of mouth. I made like a Facebook page because like Insta wasn't really a thing and it was like, I don't even remember what the name was that I came up with, but I had that <laughs> my whole little marketing thing that I did. And so cute. Um, then when I was a senior there for my school district, it's called like MATC. They had a nail technician program where you could get your nail license while you're in school and you didn't have to pay for the schooling. You just had to pay for your kit. Yeah. So it was, like, 500 bucks or something. I don't even remember. That's and insane. So, right? <laughs> That's can you... And I'm like, how come, like, everyone doesn't do that with, do, like, anything? Even if you're just getting your CNA or whatever. I do it when you're in high school. totally regret not doing something oh, like yeah. that. Seriously. And so I did that for nails. And so when I graduated from high school, I had my nail license. And I went to college and did the traditional education path for a couple of years. But I always did nails during mm-hmm. that. was always, like, whatever wherever I live, that was my little side gig was doing nails. Where'd you go to college? I went to Snow College for two years. Okay, cool. -hmm. Oh, that's not what I was going to ask you. That is Mm -hmm. cool, but I was going to (laughs) say, what did you, um, major in? Oh, I just did, like, generals. I think I have, like, an associates of science, like, general, just general ed. Yeah, okay, cool. I was going to see if it was, like, business or something. Well, no, it hit a point where it was, like, okay, I either need to go into, like, nursing like every other girl that I knew was doing mm-hmm. or what I because I really wanted to go into aesthetics like I had toured when I graduated high school I had toured like every aesthetic school in the state because I was like I'm going to do this and everyone was like no don't do it you will not make any money it's so risky da, 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 da. I don't know why I listened because I'm like well my mom is in this industry and she's super <laughs> successful but okay I'll listen to you yeah and I'm glad I went to college I love that was right out of high school yeah I knew I wanted to do that and then when I was finishing up at, at Snow, I had just got married and I had, you know, a, a decent job. I had like a marketing, like an office gig, which was nice. It was a cool company and stuff, but I still just wanted to do aesthetics so bad. And so my husband's like, why aren't you doing it then? He's like, and if all of fails, then you'll just do it on the side like you do nails and it'll just be a fun little bonus income. Like, yeah, go for it. And so I took the plunge and finally did it way yeah. later but I'm glad I waited because like a lot of things changed in education in that like time frame but yeah that's, that's long awesome. story <laughs> I love a supportive husband yeah I, I feel like right out of high school and even the first couple years of college we're just so impressionable and if someone's oh, yeah. like don't do it you're like oh yeah like I shouldn't do it no totally. even though this is something I've been wanting to do my whole life well and I feel like you feel this pressure to n- it's kind of weird everyone tells you two different things they say oh you have so much time you're so young but then they're like, don't waste time. Don't waste money. And you're like, wait, what do I do? Yeah. You're <laughs> <Who am I?" laughs> actually know what to do. I, Kristen was in aesthetic school and I was at a university. And I remember saying, because she was. <laughs> I was living my best life. I was doing whatever I wanted. <laughs> I went to college for a semester. I moved to China and taught English. I went back to college Then I went on a mission to Portugal. I went back to college, got married. Like, I was just doing whatever I wanted. (laughs) For every other semester, I was switching it up. And when I went to aesthetic school, you can continue (laughs) telling. I was like, that is not real school. Like, beauty school, are you serious? Oh, yeah, beauty school. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Such a cop-out. Like, you're smart enough to get a degree. I remember being, I don't know why I was so annoyed. I felt so, like, protective. But Kristen's always been... She just does whatever the heck she wants. And if someone tells her no, like, I feel like it fuels her to even do it more. <laughs> She's like, oh, yeah? Want to yeah. see? <laughs> and then I'm sitting here and I am graduate and I'm looking for jobs in my field. And I'm like, hey, wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing, Kristen? Like, how how do I get into that? Because that actually, your beauty school really paid off. Like, it was. So, yeah. If, no matter what you want to do, if you're young, like, just do it. And who cares? Well, and Don't school to the haters. I'd seen my mom have, like, every job in the world, and then I saw the transition when she finally followed her dream and went into hair, and, like, she was her own boss. Yeah. She she ran her own life. Like, she was responsible for her own, like, destiny, if we want to get, like, that, and so that's what I wanted, was I wanted to, to, like, have control of my life. Yeah. That was my biggest goal, and aesthetics gave me that for mm-hmm. sure. That's what drew me to, to it too is because mm-hmm. she was making her own schedule like working whatever day she wanted to work. Actually at the time you were working like every day. But I wanted to work. <laughs> but you wanted yeah, to but work every actually day. you like what you're doing. No, it's I different. It. And um, you would go to Portugal for a couple weeks every year like you were just doing whatever you wanted and I was like okay so I can get this nine to five public health job and probably make good money and whatever but at the end of the day, like I'm working nine to five every day and I only yeah. have a certain amount of days off. And so that was like, because I never, even little like jobs that I had in college and high school, you know, this Kristen, <laughs> I hate working for someone. And I just, <laughs> it's not that I wasn't a hard worker, but it was like, no. And my dad owned, um, Pop, a couple of Murphy's up north from where we're from, and so I would, like, work for him, and I feel like I had a little bit more flexibility. Anyways, anytime I had a job, I was just like, no, like, I'm going on vacation for two weeks, and sorry, like, Mm -hmm. I was probably not a very, I don't know. Well, and then... But I worked hard, but I just liked my freedom, and so I was like, this is not for me, that's what I'm trying to say. It wasn't for me to have a boss. I need flexibility, I need to do what I want, Mm -hmm. and... And me, I was in a lot of, like, customer service, like, I worked retail for years, and then I worked a marketing company which I basically was just doing sales and Mm -hmm. and that was fine and I was good at that and I liked it but you just I just kind of got drained and you just kind of like lose your faith in humanity like with (laughs) so many it's like why are you so mean about like underwear like that I'm selling you (laughs) like just like the most ridiculous stuff and so something too I wanted that flexibility and that freedom to have the life I wanted but also I wanted I wanted to serve people and help people and be a part of people's journey, but I wanted it to be something that I found equally important mm-hmm. and like seeing, oh, I can actually make a positive impact in their life with this service I'm providing. And so there's like that freedom with that too, yeah. like where you feel good. Going, we all have bad days. We all have days where I'm like, I don't want to go to work today because I'm a living human adult. But, you know, you actually feel good going to work yeah. and, like, yeah. with the work you're doing. And enjoying and that was, it a lot exactly. more than getting yelled at for the underwear yeah when it's like (laughs) why am I like having nightmares about people like unfolding (laughs) shirts like yeah why am I dreading like yeah exactly when I first started in the industry I would struggle because it feels like such a vain Mm -hmm. industry which part of it is but then when you're actually working in it and working with people you're like no this is if you want to get your lashes done and it makes you happy and it makes your days go better like get your freaking lashes done that's mm-hmm. not vain no not at all like that is taking care of yourself and not that you have to have lashes to take care of yourself no, but but it's, it's making makes you that feel change good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. your self-esteem your self empowerment and I grew up with like strong women you guys know my mom like yeah. everyone in my family is that type of woman and so I grew up with strong women in my life that didn't that didn't practice self-care mm-hmm. they took care of everyone else around them and so that was something else I loved about the industry is that I could I could just grab these women and shake them and be like, listen, chick, like, you're going to take care of yourself. And that doesn't mean you have to get a facial or get your nails done, but you deserve to be here. You deserve to have this, whether it's lashes or, you know what I mean, whatever it is that makes you feel good. And so I liked being a part of that, too. Like, you deserve this. This is for you. Mm-hmm. And kind of seeing past the vanity, because I, I kind of felt like that, too. And then I would get like, oh, so you're just like a lash or just a brow person. And it's like, no, like... I know brows is something very simple, but I really am making an impact on people every day. Oh yeah, just like you are with skin and lashes, like you're changing people's life in a small way every single day. Yeah, I love when people like come and sit on my bed and they're like, oh, like sorry I might fall asleep, but this is the only time I've laid down in like the past month or mm-hmm. even the past week or all day today. And I'm just like, girl, Go for it. yeah, no, <laughs> take a nap, like mm-hmm. let me pamper you. And then they get up and they're just like, oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Like it. It's so fun to have that little part of someone's life. I feel like Absolutely. people, when they come in, it's, like, the happiest part of their day. Because mm-hmm. when I'm going to get treat myself for, like, oh, a yeah. pedicure or nails or something, that's, like, the best part of my week. My hair girl probably thinks I'm, like, in love with her. <laughs> I'm like, yes. oh, my gosh, I miss you so much. Like, I know. I love it. I'm like, this is literally the best day of my life. Mm-hmm. And I love that it seems like when people come in, it's the same for them. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the ha- like a peak of their day or week or month. and. It's fun being a part of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I love my job. <laughs> I know. Um, so, I didn't know that you did retail. Is there anything that you learned in retail or your sales and marketing job that has transferred over to the beauty world that maybe somebody that just went to beauty school would have missed by not having those experiences? Um. Hmm. A tip or a. Um, I would say just get comfortable with sales, it doesn't have to be sleazy. Or because yes. I, I remember that was something when, and I I don't even consider myself an awesome salesperson. I think I could definitely improve how I sell product. But um, I just remember when I went into aesthetic school, so many people they would just avoid the retail shelf. They oh, would just walk their client out school. and then like <laughs> duck back into the spot. They're like, nope, nope, I don't want to talk about it. But that it doesn't need to be like sleazy. Like you don't need to feel like you're pushing something. And if if you did your service and you actually listen to your client during their service, because nine times out of ten, you're doing a consultation. You're doing some sort of verbal or written consultation where you're, they're telling you their needs. Yeah. And you know what will accomplish the goals they have for their skin. You know that's on your shelf. So if you listen to them, you make that connection during the service to build that trust within the service. And then out on the sales floor or retail section or whatever it is, that's when you inspire them to purchase. That's when you... Inspire them to purchase. And you, and I you love them You go I back too. to what they told you. That's oh, good. I saw that you're. You feel like you're really dry, or you're worried about the dark circles on you, or whatever it is, or you can't seem to find the right color for your brows. This is the color I used on you today, or this is the eye cream I used on you today. Yeah. And this seems like really small, but having handing them the product, hand give your client the product, like hold to hold, and, to hold. And, and that seems so simple and dumb, but give it to them to hold, so they actually have to look at what. Because if people, if I feel like people are pushing, walls go up on my like, getaway from me. I don't want to buy it. I don't even care if I need it. I don't want it. Yeah. I'm so stressed out by you. Like, stop but, following me around. Like, yeah. Leave time. me alone. Like, just so you're leaving them be. to their devices. You're handing them the product. And then depending on your situation. So at our space, our receptionist rings up all the product. Mm-hmm. And so I hand my client the product. And I say, okay, great. Um, we got your next one rebooked. You're all set. So I'll see you in four weeks. And Sydney can help you out. And then I walk away. And it's up to them to decide. That little move helped me with feeling pushy because I'm kind of standing there like, so do you want this or like not? <laughs> yeah. I'll put it back. It's, it's okay. I'll put it back. It's fine. You don't need it. It's cool. Bye. Yeah. When just hand with the product and they can put it back if they yeah. want it. Yeah. They can put it back. Or if you're in a, if you're in a space, like let's say you ring your client up yourself, kind of separate those spaces, hand with the product and then walk over to the register and say, okay, great. We can get you all ring up. And then from there they can, they're adults. They're big kids. You're not being pushy. You're not being a jerk. I hope not. so you're not bullying or being mean to people. You're just, they came to you for a solution. You're trying to give it to them. If they don't want it, that's cool. That's fine. Yeah. And that's part of how we set up our salon is Mm -hmm. the retails on one side, the front desk is on the other. They're still pretty freaking close to each other. But even a few feet makes a difference, I think. I think it does make a difference. And on our front desk, we still do have like the impulse buys. Like we have little lip glosses Mm -hmm. and little sheet masks. Sheet masks. So, I mean, if they didn't want to get something off the shelves, once they get to the register, they're like, "Oh wait, what's this?" We have yeah. like a bottle of lotion. There are only three on of those, and people are like lotioning up their whole bodies, and they're like, "Dude, what is this?" I'm like, "We actually have it on the shelf behind you." <laughs> yeah, I grab it. Yeah. So with ours, we ring up our own clients, and all what I've started doing is, I'll while I'm talking to them, while I'm doing the service, I'll try and figure out their needs. So if it's like. Even if I'm doing lashes and they're bringing up their skin, I'm like, so like what products are you using at home? What do you? And I try and find like something that's missing mm-hmm. or something that they're telling me that they need. And then as they're getting up from the bed when the fin when the service is over, I'll go grab the products and I'll be and I'll bring them to the front desk and I'll be like, "Okay, so this is the mascara I was talking about. I'm obsessed with this. I think it'll be great for you because of this. This is the eye cream like you said, you couldn't find a good eye cream, this is one that I recommend. And I'll just have a couple products, depending sometimes you can kinda of fill. Well actually no, you can't fill how much people are gonna spend. I take that back. No, and don't don't shop with your wallet. That's another big thing yeah. too. Is I feel like the times I'm like, Oh I don't know if they or oh they, they are a big spender or whatever. Oh opposite. Whatever <laughs> like this vision and I think I'm like, oh no. So don't shop with their wallet or yours. You, you let them choose that. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah, but so then I'll kind of, whatever, whatever products we talked about and I'll be like checking them out and they'll be like, okay, I'll grab these two or maybe I'll just get this one just today or maybe I won't get any. And I'm like, okay, great. That's totally fine. But just so you know, they're here. Like it's, it's not pushy. It's, yeah, and, and it's the worst thing that they can say is no, thank you. And guess what? You're cool. You're fine. They yeah. didn't, like, kick you in the shin and say no, thank you. They just said, oh, no, I'm good, thank you. Okay, cool, awesome. Yeah. It doesn't, I feel like we're scared of, at least, like, when I was a student, and still sometimes I'm like, I don't, like, you're scared of the no, but mm-hmm. okay, they like they're not say rejecting no. you. They're yeah, still they going to come back and you. get the browse done. They just don't want the product. Yeah. yeah. It's not a huge deal. And probably next time they're going to come back and get it. <laughs> they're going to remember exactly. you talked about it. I've had that so many times. I'll Wait, like, what actually, was that? Actually, I wanted that one thing that I didn't walk away with. Yeah. Yeah. So, in your salon, you are also there working with your mom and your brother. Mm -hmm. Like, me and Maddie work side by side as sisters. So, what is, like, your reality of working with your, both your mom and your brother? I love it. It's really, I feel like we work extremely well together. You know, we have days, like, we don't see each other, like, let's just say we don't have Sunday dinner as often as we might usually if we didn't work together, like, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like, I love you, but I'm just going to go home and do by myself every other day. (laughs) And I'll see you tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we work really well together. I think something that's helped us and it's not like it's been perfect every single day, but just kind of creating boundaries, work boundaries, life boundaries. I feel like that's helped to make us really successful too. Um, we went on our first like family vacation that we've been on since we were kids. Um, two years ago? Yeah, two Mays ago. And it was just the three of us, and we had to set a rule, like, okay, we can't do work here. Yeah. We can't talk about work, we can't, like, and we had an hour each day where we were, where we could do work, and we could call to make sure everything was good at the salon and answer emails and da-da-da-da-da, but just little things like that, because it's hard, because we'll be over... Just hanging out at my house for dinner or a birthday or whatever, and then we start talking. Always turns into work. Shop, and we have to, and it's usually Sydney and I because Atlanta, my mom, she just goes, goes, goes. She's Energizer Bunny, so we have to be like, okay, time out. Let's let's not talk about this right now. (laughs) Let's table this for tomorrow. Like no one's losing their job because we're not talking about this. Like let's. So that's been a big thing that I think has helped us work so well together is that we've had to learn when to turn off because all three of us are workaholics and we would work ourselves to the grave if we allowed each other to. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's good that you have each other to support, Mm -hmm. but you also have that work ethic, that work Mm -hmm. drive that works so well together. Yeah, I love it. And it's like whatever happens in 15 years with work or five years or whatever, like I'll always be so grateful that I had this time that I get to hang out with like my mom and my brother every single day. It's like the coolest. And sometimes if I'm like, stressed or whatever I'm just needing to focus on gratitude I have to like my first one is I'm like I can't believe this is my actual job yeah like this is actually like what I have to do on Monday morning Mm -hmm. and two I get to do this job with like the most important people ever it just makes it so much so much more worth it I love it so cute that's awesome I know like I want to work with I already do work with my family but I'm like (laughs) I want to work with my family even more it's the best (laughs) okay as an instructor what is one thing that you wish they would have taught you in school that you could have used in this business that maybe you make sure to drive home with your students. Probably um, just because this is feedback I've gotten from students after like they're done with their schooling is being in a work situation that like you're worth. I feel like a lot of times people are I'm doing really poorly explaining this. People are <laughs> staying in a poor work environment for the sake of like paying their dues. Because they're new. Is that making sense? You always hear that phrase. Yeah. You you got got to pay your dues. dues. And I heard that so much when I was in school. And yeah, there's a difference between like me and someone like when I'm fresh out of school and someone that's been doing this for five years. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I understand there's a difference there, but I've just had students that will, will go out to lunch or they'll just touch base with me and they're like, yeah, and this, this, and this whether it's how the pay scale is working or like the cleanliness of the workstation or the hours or how they respect their time or just things like that. And I know that this is ringing a bell with someone somewhere and I'm, and they're like, well, but you know, I'm starting out. So I just, I got to build a clientele somewhere. Start, yeah. And just I'm like, start. Oh, there's a difference between like being in a small space and being in like a not clean, like legal space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, There's a difference between like being a go-getter and being motivated and working a lot and someone taking advantage of you or not paying you what you're worth or like Mm -hmm. those types of things for the sake of you being new yeah and I I feel like I wish that because you know I was always taught yeah charge what you're worth charge what you're worth but by the way you're new so I don't really know if you're worth that much and that's kind of like the vibe I, I get a lot and so that would probably be the biggest thing is don't stay in a in a poor situation for the sake of paying your dues. Like, know where that, that boundary, that line is of, okay, yeah, I'm newer. Because when I first started, I had a 12-hour day where I had, like, two clients. Like, oh, yeah. that's paying your dues. Like, just sticking there and being with it and you know what I mean? That's paying your dues, but that doesn't mean you have to put up with crap and being treated poorly. Exactly. Yeah. For the, Wait, when you just have a 12 hour day with two clients, you would stay at the salon for 12 hours, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, girl, I would camp out on the, and send up prayers that there'd be a walk in. Don't worry, those two clients were probably like my friends and my cousins, <laughs> but I'm like, like what are you Mom. Doing? Do you want to come on by? Like, <laughs> yeah. totally, that's pain, but I just, oh, I just have students that tell me stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think, nope, I know that's not okay. Like, that's, that's illegal or that's not clean or that's not safe or that's not how booth rent works. Or that's not how commission works or you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're new, but you also are you, respectable. <laughs> yeah. And you got your practice in school. So now you're there to work. Like I, when I was done with school, I had someone reach out to me and they're like, yeah, I would love to come and see you before you start charging. And I'm like, girl that time was in school I'm charging like <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm not oh charging what I'm gonna charge in a couple of years but I'm still chart you know what I mean I why just, do people think that they could say things like that I'm like that time was in school when I needed models like come on man slash and, like you obviously don't value it yeah we've had people be like let me know like when you guys are doing your next discount like I've no, been wanting to do your next model I'm like just book an appointment <laughs> yeah like <laughs> yep it's totally and I'm like, maybe you can think it, but don't say it to me. It's yeah. so weird. People are weird. <laughs> it's like rude. I'm like, okay. Hey. But also like our models still pay too. I don't yeah, think you they still... realize that. And like with pay, sorry, I just thought of another one. Um, I wish someone would have explained to me like raising your prices mm-hmm. and how that works and when to make that decision and how to do that and how to have that conversation and stuff. Cause I, I never really, I learned, you know, charge what you're worth, but like as far as Raising it like Alana had to be the one that's like, I think it's time for you to raise your prices. So yeah, I'm like me? Why? Really? What? Huh? How? How do I like Yeah, how do I tell my clients? And and are you going to tell them? Because do. I don't, I don't know if I can tell them. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that I think is another one too. We should do an episode all on that. That would be cool. Raising your prices. Yeah, like write that. Down. That's one of those awkward down. conversations where yeah. it's like, how do you? Yeah. Do you have come? a tip on how you handle it or? Something you learned from your mama? I love starting it with this is an awkward conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Just call it out. This is awkward. Or it doesn't even need to be that. Just do it with confidence, you know? Yeah. I'm raising my prices. And I feel like sometimes we're, I see people like asking permission to raise their prices. Mm -hmm. Like, can I? So I'm just letting you know. I don't know if it'll work for you, but uh, no. Hey, just so you know, starting in the new year. I'm raising my prices. Everything will be raised by $5 or $10 or however you structure that. And I think also giving people notice and a heads up. Yeah. That makes a big difference too. And you're going to have people like, you're not going to make everyone happy. Like you're not tacos. Like you can't make everyone happy. (laughs) So Like it's okay that you're probably going to lose a couple people and that's fine. You're not going to lose everybody. Yeah. And you're going to gain some people because of it. And that's okay. And everyone's paying more. So it's making up for those two clients that didn't want to pay for it. Absolutely. Um, But really it will be only a handful of clients yeah, like you'll you, be surprised at how many people will stay and some people will be like oh man that sucks and it's like yeah i'm you know just the way things are changing uh, my services what i'm doing whatever I've it been is taking extra courses yeah, i I'm, yeah. I'm investing a lot my time or you could even blame it like my rent is going up like mm-hmm. they you don't whatever. know they yeah change my product whatever it is yeah but just be confident be confident with that. Yeah, we went to uh, um, a course in Vegas, and the guy was teaching his name, is Steve Gomez, and he made everyone stand up that had raised their prices in the last, what was it, six months? Mm -hmm. So, like, 15 of us maybe stood up, and then he was like, okay, um, if you've raised your prices in the last six months, and you lost more than five, five, (laughs) (laughs) if you lost, oh gosh, (laughs) if you lost more than five clients because of it, go ahead and sit back down. And everyone stayed standing. And he's like, okay, if you lost more than three clients, sit back down. Nobody sat down. It's like, okay if you lost two or one or two clients, then sit back down. Like two or th- three people sat down, but most of us were still standing the mm-hmm. entire time. He's like, okay, so why are you all scared to raise your prices? Because in reality, you think that's what's gonna happen. Most of the time, it doesn't. Three people stood da- or sat down when. I love that. Saying that they had lost one client. But like Maddie said, your price increase is covering that one client that. Yeah. Now you don't have to find time for in your books. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. We, um, I like how you said giving them notice. We, so our Mm -hmm. lash fills, we haven't raised them for a little bit. And so we were like, let's raise, actually we're kind of raising all our prices starting January, Mm -hmm. but we went and updated it on our menu Mm -hmm. online. So for new clients, if they go and book, it's our updated prices. But for our clients, for my volume fills or classic fills that have been coming in for months, I'm like, oh, since they've been rebooking, I'm like, okay, just so you know, I just keep telling them every time, just so you know, yep. our prices are going up in January, it'll be $80 for a fill, I'm going to give you this $75, it's going up by $5, like, no one really cares, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm going to give you it for 75 for the rest of the year, and then, just so you know, starting in January, it'll be 80 and they're always like, oh, great, like, thank you so much for giving it to me, like, they're grateful that you're- I love that. that they, like, think you're doing them a favor, and I'm like- just letting them know. Yeah. <laughs> Tricked ya. <laughs> just kidding. But no, like, it's not... It doesn't have to be hard. Especially if you have a receptionist, then just yeah. make them tell them. <laughs> yeah. Or just do a post. I've seen people do social media posts and... Do a story. Yeah. you like, loyal I clients, that. I think you can tell them in person, but... And I feel like if you're structuring... I, I think it was Jen that you guys did, uh, like, retail episode. Together. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love those because I was, like, clapping the whole time I was listening three. to that. Yes. <laughs> and... You guys were talking about giving, like, when you do discounts and deals, mm-hmm. do it to, pe- like, to please your current clientele. Not, not, like... new. Yeah, reward. And so I feel like if you're structuring things that way, too, it's not as huge of a deal because it's like, well, no, you know I'm going to take care of you. Yeah. Like, you know I take care of you on your birthday, and you know I take care of you with referrals. And randomly, I'm like, oh, yeah, lip, lip wax is on me today, girl. I got you. You come see me all the time. I got to let you know. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like if you're setting things up that way, too, it kind of builds that trust. Where it's, it's like, yeah, she raised it by five bucks, but she takes care of me, Mm -hmm. you know? And easy little things, like a lip wax. Mm -hmm. You're not losing money, you're not really losing time, but they are like, oh my gosh, I just got a free lip wax, that Mm -hmm. was so nice, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna do your a for free today, girl. Yeah. I need to do that a little bit more, but I I always try and do it. If someone says it's like their birthday or their wedding Mm -hmm. or something, we try and throw in something and we give them like a little swag bag and we'll just throw some products together. I love that. That's cute. That being said... Like, you can tell them that it's coming up in January, but just because they've come with you, f- been with you for a year, doesn't mean they need to be grandfathered in to your old pricing. Like... Ever. Don't ever do that. My hair I girl... made that mistake in the beginning. 100% I did. Yeah. And it's now been alleviated, but it was... It all hit me, and I'm like, why did I do this? Yeah. Why did I set this up this way? I know. My hair girl... Okay, look at my hair. Do you know how much hair I have on my head? She does foils and weaves it, and it takes... Four or five or six hours. It takes so long. And she charges me $85. And I'm always like, Chelsea, why are you charging? Because before when I was in the industry, I was like, yeah. this is great, whatever. And then since being in the industry and since talking to other people and people tell me they're spending $180, $200 for their hair. And I'm always like seriously, every time I go to her, I tip her really well, by the way, because I'm like, you know, Chelsea, why? Like, why are you charging me 85? And she's like, I've been doing your hair since you were 10. Like you just grandfathered into my pricing. And I'm like, no, like I don't have to be though. Like if you would have, if you would tell me that it was 130 or 150, like I value that and I'm happy to pay it. I literally, every time I'm in her chair, I'm like, Chelsea, raise your prices, raise your prices. And she's like, I do for new clients, but I just feel bad for, like, my regulars. And I'm like, I'm your regular, Mm -hmm. and I'm telling you that I am willing to pay $50 more. Like, just just raise it. But, so, that was just one thing that every time she tells me that, I'm just like, don't grandfather people in. Because, and everyone that you do grandfather, they're going to start being your least favorite client. Because you're doing the same amount of work, Mm -hmm. you're doing an amazing job for what half the price eventually yeah and you're just killing like a little bit of that passion every time i you know actually, you do. wait i could have done someone and maybe yeah. double this <laughs> totally so even though we love our clients they don't oh, need yeah. to get everything half well, offer still, for free it's a fun job but it's a job yeah and, and i, I say that the all time to my students this is a way fun job i can't believe it's my job it's the coolest chillest job in the world but it's still my job mm-hmm. still got a mortgage to pay yeah still got <laughs> bills Yep. Yeah, Yep. I always say, we always like compare it to just like with discounts in general this is kind of going off, actually it's kind of on topic but <laughs> we always compare it I'm not going to go into Sephora and be like well I've been here for like three years like don't I get this half off? Like if the prices change, the prices change for mm-hmm. everyone or well, I don't know, like you just can't You don't barter, keep, yeah. we aren't in a bartering system people anymore People don't ex- And people take advantage of service industry yeah. of what oh, we yes. do And so I really. think there is are, like, well it doesn't like, you can choose. It's up to you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think there are people who, it's kind of like the client puts that pressure on them mm-hmm. and is, like, sassy and just cut those people out of your Kick life. Kick them to the door. Yeah, seriously. Cause, cause, stand strong. Yeah. Like, thinking of my clients that we've built, I'm like... No one would ever say that to you. Uh-uh. Yeah, I feel like I, if, if there is that feeling that they're going to be weird about it, it's me putting that feeling onto them. It's never anything they said mm-hmm. or did. But if you set up your if you set up your business by doing discounts all the time, then maybe your clients are going to have a harder time. Mm -hmm. But like weeding them out and getting loyal clients will be worth it just to take your time. and Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. The premium price. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Okay. You said you were a bookworm. So what is one book that you tell everyone that they have to read? Oh, so I have like eight categories for this, for what type of person? Um, beauty industry related a book you have to read um i love and it's really simple uh be nice or else by win claybaugh it's he's a paul mitchell big guy in paul mitchell it's called be nice or else and it um it's just about being kind to your clients and just kind of realizing the impact you have on people every day like every person that you encounter like you have no idea what they're going through and like how your service can impact them. It's a really, it's a, it's like a bus stop book. Like you could read it like stop. Oh yeah. It's so short. Um, but but it's just, yeah, (laughs) it's really encouraging. Um, so I like that book for, um, like work related stuff. Uh huh. Um, that sounds good. Oh man. As far as other, (laughs) (laughs) I've been thinking about this and I don't, I have too many. Um, my, one of my favorite reads, um, I, so I'm in a book club. I'm a, a gossip nerd it's super cool um but (laughs) we read one called the art of magic Mm -hmm. and it's just it's like brain candy this book it's it's like witchy and dark and kind of creepy but really mysterious and there's like a little romance aspect and it's just a fun easy read if you just want your mind to check out for a little bit so it's called not think about business yes mm -hmm, that's that one it's called the art of Magic, and. No. I'm like into like witchy, creepy stuff. Have so you been I love it Sabrina. Too. No, I'm starting it. Like I'm waiting so I can binge it to start it because oh. I know I won't want to do anything yeah. else. Yeah, it's so good. I've learned I have to like reward myself with my Netflix shows. Like I have like three <laughs> things because if I if I just watch them, I, I have no self control. I'm not an adult. I will binge them and not get anything done that I'm supposed to get done. So I'm yeah, like, okay, <laughs> when I get this done. I get to watch Sabrina when I get this done. I get to watch the British Baking Show. That's how I yeah. Reward. That's good. Um, um, I freaking yummy and my husband are really into Sabrina right now. I've heard good things. It's so good. My husband's kind of like, "Uh, this is weird." Like he's like, "This is a little dark," and I'm like, "I love like, it." Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Do you have like a self help book or something that you would recommend? Um, motivational. The Four Agreements is a good one. I really like The Four Agreements. And then Anything by Brene Brown. Mm-hmm. You guys have... If we play back, I've probably said Boundaries, like, a hundred times. Um, she has so much good stuff on just creating boundaries and just so many different things. I love her. She's awesome. Yeah. I need to read it. And even if you're not, like, a reader or don't like listening to books, just pull up her TED Talks mm-hmm. on, like, YouTube. And I think they're, like, 20 minutes. And they're nice to listen to. Yeah. Also. Or sometimes, like, if I... I'm a huge podcast. Like, yeah. Yeah. I listen to way too many podcasts, but that's all I listen to when I drive. Same. Um, I'll just type in someone I like, like Brene Brown, mm-hmm. and I'll find interviews that she's been on on podcasts. So oh. you kind of get, like, a different perspective instead of the content she's podcast putting out. Podcast hack. Yes. i never done oh. that. I didn't know that either. I'm like a podcast junkie. And I oh, I that. am. A, I love podcasts. This is why I haven't li- li- listened to her book, is because, I, I, I mean, I drive 45 mm-hmm. minutes both ways every yeah. single day, but I'm like... Oh, but I have to catch up on this podcast. Or, like, this pod... I mm-hmm. get, I'm getting wrapped up in the podcast where I'm like, okay, I need... So that's... And I, I was listening to um, Girl, Wash Your Face. Have you listened yes. to that? I mm-hmm. like that. I just finished oh, that. Oh, that's another one. I, yeah, that's another it's great good. one. I, I love, love Girl, Wash super, Your Face. super, like, just take care of yourself. Yeah. Get in charge of your life and you can do it. But, yeah. So, those are really good those book good suggestions. Part, we're going to have to start reading. Start another book club up. <laughs> Girl, I'll send you because... If you ask me, like those same questions next week, I'll have completely do different. answers. Do you read books so. every week? I'm always reading. I'm like I'm all, like you. I I'm wish always I was reading like, like at least three different books like at a time, and then within there, I have like a fourth that I'm rereading. That's a book. I'm, I'm a How? Harry Potter nerd, so I like I'm always <laughs> rereading a Harry Potter. How do you have time? Like at some point, just I don't know because I don't have. It's when I should probably be sleeping that I'm reading. Dang. But, yeah. I wish I could be, like, that type of person. I can only read a book. And I probably could. But I'm like, I just would rather watch a Netflix. But so when I, it. like, have like, downtime. I know. Like, people are people always like, well, I don't read, I listen. And I'm like, do you think I'm going to tell you that you aren't learning anything because you're listening and <laughs> yeah. not reading it? Like, you know what That's I mean? That's audiobooks. That's what's no. changed my life. i like, for like, I'm all about okay, it. I don't you even want all the it. information. Yeah. Well, half, it's like, in my book club, it. for example, half of us listen and half of us read. Yeah. It's I am obsessed with audiobooks. Yeah. I yeah, I'm it. not a reader, but audiobooks. You're still reading. Yeah. I I'm going to say it counts. I think so too. I'm <laughs> like I've read so many books this year I have I read it there's no one, one here to I tell us it <laughs> counts, So there you go. <laughs> but when I go on vacations, that's when I like to actually read a physical book. And I yeah. usually read one every vacation. So. Well, on your drive home tonight, start that audiobook that you have downloaded that you've talked about so many times. I know. Her Draper one. What's your favorite book by her? Um I like The Power of Vulnerability. Um and then I like Braving the Wilderness, too. But Power of Vulnerability is probably my favorite. I have, like, eight credits also still on my Audible, and I'm like, I can't Okay, get to the um, Art of Magic. Okay. It'll be fun to listen to. Because I haven't to. listened to that one, but a couple of girls, they listened, and they said the chick's voice. Because that's a big thing, too. Like, the person. Yeah, it does make it a Yeah. Event. Her voice is awesome, so. I yeah. love getting, um, are the autobiographies? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's called, like, yeah. Kevin Hart's book. Yeah. Or, like, uh, Oh, yeah, that people... Mm-hmm. Is that what Chip it's called? Like, it. a memoir. What do they call it? It's was an autobiography. Yeah. Or memoirs, both. Yeah, so I love, like, his and, like, Chip and Joanne. They have, like, three books now. But they read the books on mm-hmm. Audible, and so it's so fun because... To hear their voice. Especially like, Kevin, Kevin Hart. Oh, my so gosh. I bet fun. this is hilarious. I've you heard... already know his voice is so funny. Now picture him, like, telling you about his life. And he's, like, laughing. He doesn't hold anything back. Yeah. I've heard oh. Tina Fey and Amy Poehler... So good. Oh, that theirs are members. good too, and they read Ooh, theirs. and those. I'm in love with both of them. I want to get Ellen's too. That's next oh, on my list. On. Yeah. Dang guys, I don't have time for all these books. Yeah, throw do. out. just keep throwing them out. We podcast just straight books. <laughs> That's you should. One do day that. that'll be my podcast. You do, is a book podcast. Book club. Do they have those? Yeah, well, I'm gonna do it. No, do no, it. I'm not gonna do it. No, you so should do it. Someone should do it. Whoever's listening, start like a book club podcast. Do it. Do it. I would totally listen. Okay, well, let's move on to the new segment, because <laughs> so we're really excited about it. And, like, I'm falling behind in this book conversation. <laughs> uh, okay, anyway, we're starting a new segment, and it still needs a name.
1: We've got to call it a
0: uh, It's inspired by Fat Mascara podcast. Fat Mascara, I just talked over you, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. They have a segment called "Raids a Wand, because, like, mascara, and they talk about a product that they're all loving. So we want to do one, instead of just talking about one product, like a What's in Your Makeup Bag, or if you guys can help us, pick a name for this segment. If you come up with the name, DM us. If we pick it, we'll send you a prize. We'll send you a good prize. A good prize, because we're stumped at this. We'll send you, like, a skincare product. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so kind of like a What's in Your Beauty routine that you can't live without. So each week... Each one of us, and we're going to ask our guests to highlight one product that they just can't live without, or one that they find themselves reaching for every single day, or you don't know how you survived without like a new product Aww. you just found. So, and it doesn't have to be makeup; it can be oh, it can be anything, anything. It could be like a Trader Joe's food item. <laughs> okay, I'll go Wait, first. Can it cause cause it I? already know all beauty. My... No, I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can. I don't care. Okay, my I know what mine is. I just got it for my birthday. Because I've been wanting it for, like, months, and I don't know why I never bought it for myself. Um, oh, I know why. I'm really picky about lipstick, and there's only one kind of lipstick that I like. It has to stay on all freaking day. It can't come off when I touch my lips. It can't come off on my straw. It can't come off on my cup. So, the L'Oreal Infallible, I've already talked about it. I love that one. But, does anybody watch Riverdale? Yes. Every episode of <laughs> <best>. Carol. <laughs> Wait, River. Sorry. I'm pretty sure they're the same... It's the same writer as Sabrina. So if you like Riverdale... Excuse me, I'm raising a wand. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but I just wanted to get on the Sabrina train. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay, so on Riverdale, though, Cheryl always has those big, beautiful red lips. So good. And I think the first time I watched it, I Googled, what is Cheryl's lipstick on Riverdale? (laughs) And I found it, whatever, and I was like, okay, I'm going to buy myself that. And then I just never had, but every episode I watch, I'm like, oh yeah, I want that lipstick, I want that lipstick. Well, on my birthday, I went to Ulta, and I had it there. I tried it on, and it stayed on all night, so I bought it. It is Lime Crime Matte Velveteen Lipstick in the color Red Velvet. And it is so gorgeous on Cheryl. Wait, what brand is it? Lime Crime. Oh, that's the company. That's the... That's the brand. Uh, and it's called... Usually red lipstick is, like, dangerous for... Like, I would never wear red lipstick to dinner, because I feel like it gets all over oh, your face. Over no, no, face. no. It did really well. And it's, like, matte, so it's, like, dry on your lip. I, th- my lips weren't dry, but, like, it's not sticky all night, you know? Yeah. It passed my lipstick test, and I bought it, and I love it. I'm so excited about it. fun. I wish I could say I was wearing it right now, but I'm not. <laughs> I know. I'm Okay. My product. This is what made me think of this segment this morning, because I reached for my... It cosmetic CC Cream, which I'm obsessed with, but I haven't used it in months. I don't know why. And I put it on today, and I was like, why have I not been wearing this? This is so good. And so I just can already tell that I'm going to be wearing it all winter. It's just something that I always have in my makeup bag. It's just a staple, even if I don't... Because there's a couple other foundations that I like to wear, but I will never not be stocked up on that one, because I like to grab it and... It's just so creamy, and it's almost full coverage, but it's not cakey. It's just, like, smooths out my skin color and evens everything out. Complexion. Yeah, I just, I love it. But it also covers my sets, which don't look at right now, because I have two big ones on my I forehead. If you won't look at mine, <laughs> <laughs> we're set. That's the beauty of the podcast. Yes. yes. you can't see me. Okay, so what is your... Um, Mine is going to be a little... It's light Stim, their LED mm-hmm. handhelds. Mm-hmm. I got one at the show. Yeah, and I've heard only good things. Oh my gosh, I I didn't learn a to ton about LED when I was in school, mm-hmm. and so I did I did their training and their online certification and stuff, and I fell in love just with the the information behind it. Um, I got the acne light, and now I'm wanting to get the um, healing light. But basically, what it is is it's an LED light that you. Put on your face, and it helps alleviate whatever skin concern you have. So I have the acne light, so it helps um, with healing, it helps with inflammation, and then also helps kill that pee bacteria that causes acne. And you really acne. think it works. You love it. I really do. I'm, I'm a skeptic on the LED lights. It. So I'm, I I'm glad to hear this, though. I get it, because I was too. But once I learned all the science behind it, and, and the difference between that LED light and an LED light that you can, like, pick up on Amazon, because... Mm-hmm. The difference, like, it's a class two medical device, which makes a difference as far as, like, the diode and how how powerful it can be. When I always was like, oh, it's all the same. It's, it's not. not it makes a huge difference. So do some homework. I'll send you some stuff. Okay. i send you some literature. <laughs> and I've loved it. And um, Amber and Alma at our salon, they got the aging and healing ones. Mm-hmm. And they love it. And... Oh, it's just been awesome. So, so do you use it every day at home? Mm-hmm. I use it every night. I so he, I got it. So I got it way back in June at the show, and I used it like for a week consistently, and I then I just didn't. Um, but then I started taking it to the salon and using it on Climax. clients' and s- facial treatments. But I also started using it on my waxing clients, like my teens that always break out after we wax, or um, people that are getting ready for an event or a wedding or something, and they're always nervous, like, "Oh, am I going to break out?" You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I started doing that on people before those types of events or on my teens that break out every single time, no matter what we do. And they okay. are breaking out. So I've loved incorporating it in my waxing it's services. Just from using it that one appointment. Mm-hmm. Wow. So for your clients, do you tell them to get one for at home or are you just like, every time you come well, in, I'll use it on add. It's an add-on. Uh-huh. They have to pay for it okay. to, to use it at the salon. But then I give them the option. You can purchase. I can, I have what one that you can purchase for you to use at home. But yeah, I've... Loved it. Do you know how much they are? How much they sell for, or retail for? Or? I don't know off the top of my head. I well, think they're around one twenty, one forty. That's not bad. bad. Yeah, I was expecting a for lot something more. you can. I was use... expecting way more. No, so that you can use, it. and it's just the little handheld. It's not yeah, the full yeah. panel. It's just the handheld. Um, are but, you yeah. interested in getting the full panel? I am. One day when I have, oh, I have so many things I need to get, so many machines and <laughs> things like that. So it's, it's, now. it's on the list for Santa. Santa won't bring it though. But yeah, <laughs> um, I've loved it way more than I thought I would but because when I went to the skin games every person because oh, you tell you, us about the skin games okay oh, yeah, sorry you see, no you're sorry. good <laughs> you see a little blurb of um people's case study and what they were doing mm-hmm. and everyone but like three of us and there's like five categories there's probably like at least 40 people there like that are finalists and everyone but like three videos that I saw had light stim and I'm like what am I what I have no idea what that is. What are you guys talking yeah, about? Yeah, I like a. And so I was introduced to it at the Skin Games and did their little, like, 20 minute training there, but I just wanted more. So I just. Learned it all and fell all. in love. Okay, mm-hmm. so tell me about the Skin Games. How do you get involved? What the heck is it? I think we follow them on Instagram. So mm-hmm. I know it's like a competition about clearing mm-hmm. acne. No, so there's oh, all no. different categories. So there's um, acne, pigmentation, aging, um open medical so with open medical you can team up with like a doctor or a plastic surgeon mm-hmm. um compassionate which is kind of like estheticians that like do service and give back to their community oh yeah uh, cool. and then new esthetician. Okay. and i think there's a student category i'm pretty sure there's a student category but their roles are a little bit different than everyone else's yeah um, so you you enter and then you do you just send in pictures no so you you send in your information about you Okay. And then you have eight weeks, you do an eight week case study. And within that eight weeks, you have to document a video every week. They're very specific about your before and after pictures. Just one client. Mm-hmm. One client. So you don't, you haven't treated them before. It's you during can the eight have, weeks. It, it's up to you. But all that you can present it's is during the, eight weeks. the before picture when you started that eight weeks and the after picture when you ended that eight weeks. And so And during all this, you're, you're documenting, you're basically writing out your case study. Mm -hmm. So like I, I kind of got shot back to like seventh grade science where you like come up with the hypothesis and what you think (laughs) will happen and what you want to do. and, And then you have to record the outcome. It's kind of like that. Yeah. That's like how I felt at least. And yeah, so that's what you do. And then you submit the information and at the end of the eight weeks and you submit it all and then you are either chosen as a finalist or you're not. And if you're chosen as a finalist, you go to their... Um, this last year, their award show is in California. The next one's in Vegas. It's the same weekend as the, um, show. IBS show, which is awesome. I think it's really smart that they planned it that way. Um, it's the same weekend. So you, you go out and I want to do it. It's so cool. Everyone, when do, should, it's, when do they enroll? When is tomorrow you can, it's, it's open all year? Like you can, you can enroll tomorrow if you want to. Oh, and, but, and so like they'll have, so for example, I know it's different because the timeline is different this year with the date they're doing it. But for me, My deadline was, like, January 3rd or something. I had to have everything submitted. Even though I applied and entered and did all of that in, like, August, Mm -hmm. I had all that time to, like, gather my eight weeks of information. So I started that eight weeks whenever I wanted. Does that make sense? And so, and then you submit it all, and then you're chosen, if you're chosen as a finalist, they let you know, and then you go and you present your case study to a panel of judges, and... It was intimidating. It was. I didn't... Is it just, like, you in a room with uh, people at a table? So you're in a chair. So you got to know That's, like, really stuff. low to the ground. <laughs> and then there's this table of... And the judges, they're, like, owners of skincare companies. It's, like, Christine Heathman and, like, Mike, Dr. Michael... I always say his last name, right? Like, the owner of Circadia. And, mm-hmm. like, it's own... Like, it's CEOs of companies that, like, you see on the front of your manuals from school. Yeah. And you're, like okay, cool. <laughs> hey. And I didn't, I like, I entered. And then when I started to like get all my case studies and stuff together, I started to actually watch more videos. I'm like, what, what did, I do? did I just do? Like, yeah. I am so out of my depth right now. And yeah. And so you go, you present and then they have a big awards show and yeah, you see if you won in your, ca- and they you know, usually have like first, second and third in each category. Mm-hmm. So I was second best new esthetician because I, my, ca- the category I entered was new esthetician. It's like if you've been an esthetician within three years, like three years or less. How long and have you been? Three years? Yeah. Okay. Cool. And so I won second best new esthetician. It was awesome. Nice. It was so fun. It was so cool because. So the, was, what was yours just overall then? Is this. I did. Yeah. So I. Did you do like acne? She was mainly or? acne. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> do you get a prize or just the Not title? really. What I loved about it was you, you get a title in like a. Trophy, but um I they have a big con well not big compared to like IBS, but they have a little convention where all the vendors come and then you have just a ton of free education, just a ton of classes you get to go to That's and awesome. then and then you get to like rub shoulders and like meet these like really yeah cool impressive people in the industry. That's... And I was like, kind of fangirling. I'm like, oh my gosh! And oh yeah, that sounds so. I love that, so and I. It was cool when I was out there. I got like three or four job offers. Like it was just a really cool, awesome. opportunity to just like network and meet people. And then it was cool for me as an artist. Like it kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone. And you're not kind of growing, you're dying exactly. You not know, <laughs> growing, you're dying. So it just kind of grow you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> grew I love it. Helped you grow. Helped you <laughs> grow. <laughs> it grew me. Also, can we talk about that? The beauty show is called the IBS show. Oh my gosh. I love it when I tell clients that They're like what are you guys doing are like oh we're going to the IBS show And they're like <laughs> <laughs> Oh because they were all yeah, <laughs> I never noticed that <laughs> I noticed that as soon as I said it Because I usually call it the other name Which is like or yeah. Something long <laughs> yeah. I went with IBS today and I'm like yeah. wait a minute That's yeah. funny Okay, well, Shelby, thanks so much for coming and recording with us. It was so fun. This episode was really fun. Yeah, and it went, like, so many different directions that I wasn't expecting. I told you guys you wouldn't get anything. I'm like, good luck. I don't (laughs) really know. (laughs) No, that was so good. (sighs) Okay, where can everyone find you on Instagram? Oh, um, Aesthetics by Shelby. So it's aesthetics, just E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C-S dot by dot Shelby with a Y. Don't forget the dots. Don't forget the dots. Okay, so make sure you check her out, and then don't forget, all of today's show notes are going to be on our website with the links from everything we talked about, all the fun products that we shouted out to, and um, you can find that at beautymavenscollective.com podcast. Join the Facebook group. Follow us on Instagram. Anything else? You re- re- <laughs> review our podcast. Oh yeah, I feel like we haven't talked about that in a long time. But I- subscribe and review because that really, really freaking helps us. Yeah, and so many people are so sweet to screenshot it and put it in their stories and be like, "Listen to Beauty Moments," and I, it I love it every makes time. Our day But if you could also like show us some love on the iTunes or wherever you're listening to your podcast, review us there because that's what's gonna last those stories only last twenty-four hours (laughs) no but that's what's really gonna help us so that we can keep doing this but we really love you guys and keep sharing in your stories because we love seeing it and it's so fun just give us all the love come on yeah we don't ask for much (laughs) just just, just all your love and reviews and sharing with everyone so on that note we'll We'll see see you next week xo Beauty mavens That was the first time I ever did it. I know. You guys, I thought you always pre-recorded that. You do that together? Yeah. Well, it's always terrible. You guys, whatever. I thought that was so impressive. I'm I've like, never noticed I'm when i never never i get beauty mavens. We try to make it easy. I'm like, I will always say see you next week, so then you know when to say XO Beauty Mavens. And she'll, like, <laughs> sometimes she'll take see you next week just because she, like, gets nervous or she won't say the beauty mavens.